This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 2 is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 1 through 5. Christianity is about demonstrating Christ in our lives and making disciples of Christ, who in turn learn to demonstrate Christ and make more disciples of Christ. It is a continuous pattern. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 1 through 5, Paul says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come to you with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Our Christian walk today is about demonstrating Christ in our lives. You see, this is what Paul was doing when he was talking about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He was demonstrating Christ to them. Remember Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, Jesus said he came to seek and save that which was lost. You see, Jesus left heaven not for no purpose or to come down here and to be taken care of, but he left heaven to come down here and to serve. Mark chapter 10 and verse 45 says, For not even the Son of Man came to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. And so he came here to be an example. He came here to seek and to save that which was lost, to look for people in order to help. And this is what Paul was doing here. Notice verse 1 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, Paul came to them. He went on three missionary journeys, and he was looking for people much the same as his Lord and Savior was in order to help. Brethren, when I came to you, I did not come to you with excellence of speech or of wisdom. He came to him in a, with a humble attitude. Not as a proficient speaker or someone that was very well educated, even though Paul was a very well educated man. He sat at the feet of Gamel to study. And back then, that was like going to Harvard. But he didn't come to them with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. What he came to him with was Jesus. Verse 2, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He came to demonstrate the life of Christ to the Corinthian brethren. They needed Christ in their lives. In chapter 3, we'd find out that these Christians were still babes in Christ. They hadn't grown up. They hadn't matured. They were still carnal. And so that they needed to know how Christ would live. And so Paul came to them determined to show them Christ. And he didn't do this with a haughty spirit or 
with the attitude of I'm always right and you're always wrong. He came to them in verse 3 with weakness and fear and much trembling, understanding the great responsibility that was on his shoulders in order to demonstrate Christ in their lives, to demonstrate Christ through his life so that they could see Christ through him. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And so he came with the idea of teaching them the gospel humbly, meekly, and gently. And in verse 4 he says, And my speech and my preaching were, were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. I didn't come to you with my own wisdom. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, Paul told the gospel preacher, Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good works. And so Paul came to them with the word of God, which is the only thing that is profitable for them. What Jesus would say in John chapter 17 and verse 17, the word of God is what sanctifies us. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. It sets us apart from the world. And so Paul was preaching the gospel to them demonstrating Christ to them and how to live in their lives. He was demonstrating how to be Christian. And in the doing of this, he was making disciples. Notice in verse 4 again, it says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men. Notice he said, your faith. You need to build your faith through this. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And in this particular instance, Paul is teaching them the word. He's coming to them demonstrating Christ so that they can see the word living through him and coming out of his mouth to instruct them in how to build their faith, to make disciples of them. To Christ. In 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1, Paul said, Follow after me as I follow after Christ. So he was demonstrating Christ to them so that they could learn from him and become Christian. You see, this is what we need in the world today. We need people that are willing to go out into the world and demonstrate Christ so that people will know how to live. So that people can watch, just as the Corinthian brethren were watching Paul. Follow after me as I follow after Christ. This is so very important to our lives as Christians that we learn that our Christian Christianity is about demonstrating Christ. We can't just go out into the world and live however we want to live and say we're Christian. We have to live the way that God wants us to live. We have to demonstrate him in our lives. In, first, in Matthew chapter 10, and verse 25, it says, It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? We need to learn that it's enough that we be like our master. When it becomes enough for us to be like Christ, we'll be content with learning how to become like him and showing others how to model Christ in their lives. In John chapter 13, verses 1 through 20, we have a story 
about Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Now, it's not just a story. It's what actually took place in history. Jesus did this for his disciples, but this is who Jesus was. He came into a circumstance, and he saw that their feet were still dirty and that they needed to have their feet washed. And as their custom back then, because they walked everywhere they went in sandals, Jesus wash, washes their feet. This was the role of a servant. Remember Mark chapter 10 and verse 45, For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. Jesus was demonstrating this principle. And in the demonstrating this principle, he understood that Christianity is about demonstrating Christ in the lives of people. And he was showing his disciples this. This is how you become like me. When you see someone that has a need... You feel that need for them so that you can teach them the gospel. And this is what he did for his disciples. He girded himself with a towel, knowing that this was a servant's role. Even though he was a king, even though he was God, John chapter 1 and verse 1, he girded himself with a towel and he went around and he washed his disciples' feet. Now today we don't have a need of someone washing our feet. We have shoes that cover our feet. And we don't walk the places that these people did. But we have this principle in our lives today. We can still demonstrate Christ by being a servant and serving people and showing them that they have a need of going out then and serving other people. And by doing this, Christianity is seen in a favorable light, and it brings people to Christ when they see our attitude of service toward others in demonstrating Christ in our lives. This is how Christ made disciples. This is how he showed them that he loved them. If we don't demonstrate the principle of love that Christ demonstrates here in John chapter 13, people don't have a reason to be followers of us as we follow Christ. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, again it says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. We have to get as close as possible to imitating Christ in our lives as we possibly can. And that takes study. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That takes putting faith into our lives through reading it and applying his word. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. In Matthew 23 and verse 8 through 12, Jesus said this, But you do not call, but you... Do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You see, we need to learn how to become a servant. When we learn how to become a servant, then we'll understand how to demonstrate Christ in our lives. Because he was the greatest. He was equal with the Father in heaven, Philippians chapter 2. He did not consider robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking on the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. You see, he left the greatest position of all as God. John chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was the greatest, but he became our servant. 
And when we learn how to do this, when we learn how to model Christ in this way, then we're going to start understanding that our life is about making disciples of Christ. In Matthew chapter 28 and verses 18 through 20, we see the purpose of the Christian's life is to go into the world and show the world the authority of Christ, to show the world the glory of Christ, to show the world who Christ is. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Go therefore and teach Christ. Go therefore and show the world who Christ is in their lives because they don't need Corey Johnson. Who they need is Jesus. And so teach them how to be like Christ. Make disciples of them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Notice the words in this that show how we are to demonstrate Christ. We're to go into all the nations and make disciples. The action that is behind that is demonstrating Christ to them in their lives by baptizing them. Why? Because this is what Christ told us to do in order to make disciples. Acts chapter 2 verses 38 through 41, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, Romans chapter 6 verses 1 through 7, and the list goes on and on about scriptural baptism. But baptizing them, an action word, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and then the next action word that's here is teaching demonstrating Christ. You see how that word teaching is a demonstration of Christ in our words, in our actions, in everything that we do. Teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Christianity is about demonstrating Christ in our lives and making disciples of Christ, who in turn learn to demonstrate Christ and make more disciples of Christ. It is a continuous pattern. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, we have Paul fulfilling this idea. He wrote to the young gospel preacher and he said these words, These things I write to you, though I hope to come to you shortly. But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground, of the truth. Notice the reason why Paul wrote to Timothy. It was much like our topic of discussion today that Christianity is about demonstrating Christ in our lives and making disciples of Christ, who in turn learn to demonstrate Christ and make more disciples of Christ. Notice why he wrote to Timothy. I write so that you will know how to conduct yourself in the house of God. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, he told them what that meant was follow me as I follow Christ. This is why I'm writing to you, Timothy, so that you'll learn how to follow Christ. You'll learn how to demonstrate Christ in your life and so that you will know how to conduct yourself in the house of God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16 and 17, all scriptures given by inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. And then going on into the second book of Timothy, Paul writes this to the young gospel preacher in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And this is so close to what we're learning today. 
You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You see the continuous pattern that is here. Learn how to be like Christ. Read the scriptures. Grow your faith. Demonstrate that faith to others who then will be able to demonstrate that faith to others and continue the pattern. As we go about our lives, this is something that we need to learn, and we need to learn how to abound in this. In so many places, the church is dying because they have not practiced this principle. They haven't went back to the Great Commission and went into all the world and demonstrated Christ and taught Christ to people that need him so very badly. We need to get back to the principle that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in the vain in the Lord. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the word of god this has been spiritual appetizers small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite thank you we hope you enjoyed this program we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on pandora spotify or podbean thanks for listening